Shahida Kali to the Back to Your Roots Tour of Indonesia. with the Indonesian music as our intro it's very exciting for me to greet you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh good evening khuyanand moweni and now i've forgotten the salamat malam <laughs> oh my word i am terrible salamat malam to everyone who is tuned to our program and of course i have in the studio fatih behardin who is the ceo of suburban travel and tours and then um on the line all the way from new york is madame sara jappi very excited to speak with her assalamu alaikum to both you sara and fatih Waalaikum salam and good morning from me. Oh yes, Fatih, you wanted to say uh, yes, to greet? Yes, good morning to you, Sarah, and uh, selamat pagi to you too. <laughs> Sarah, what time is it there? Well, actually, it's. I just realized it's 12 p.m. So oh. it's good afternoon, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Shame, man. <laughs> Are we taking you away from your class? No, I just finished my class and I rushed over because I was excited for this. So. Okay. And you're well? I'm very well, alhamdulillah, very well. Just cold. There's still snow everywhere, so... Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Sarah, we're very excited to speak with you. And, of course, to our listeners, the we continue with our focus on the Back to Your Roots tour that we had been a part of and it happened from the 16th of December 2015 till the 1st of January 2016. So perhaps first to ask Sarah, could you please give us a little bit of background of yourself because I'd like our listeners to understand that you are a child of South Africa, of Cape Town, please. Yes. Um, so my name is Sarah Jaffe. Uh, I was born in South Africa. My parents are from Cape Town, from District 6. Uh, but we moved to Australia when I was very young. Um, and I was raised there, came back to Cape Town for a bit. And now I'm doing my doctoral studies in history in uh, the United States. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been in New York? Um, so I've been at Princeton University for this is my fifth year, so mm -hmm. I'm nearing the end now. That's a, you know it's it's actually extremely exciting for us, and and I must just say to you that we are very proud to be able to say that you are a child of ours, and there you are, very far away, and focusing on us. So perhaps to speak about your research, also to give our um, listeners an idea of what your focus is, please. Sure. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's an honor for me, you know, to be in discussion with you and on the radio. Mm -hmm. um, but so I have a background in history and Indonesian studies. Um, and I've for a long time, you know, I grew up hearing stories about, um, you know, our ancestors, some of whom came from Indonesia and so on. Um, and for my doctoral studies, I'm actually looking at how Indonesia and South Africa are linked through narratives and memory. And I'm focusing around the memory of Sheikh Yusuf mm -hmm. of Makassar. 
Um, and to do that project, I did some archival and field research in South Africa, but then also spent a long time in Indonesia, particularly in Makassar, doing research there. Okay. And so perhaps at this stage to ask you, are there any interesting preliminary findings that you can share with us? Would it be proper to ask? Yeah, of course. Um, You know, my research is looking at very different sort of multiple aspects of this connection. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think uh, I was thinking about this question in relation to you, Aunt Shahida, um, Mm -hmm. and what particularly Muslim women in South Africa and how, because we're always hearing about you know, these wonderfully learned men who came from Southeast Asia to South Africa and spread knowledge. And indeed, you know, their contribution has been amazing. Mm -hmm. But there's actually an angle, sort of a feminist angle to the story that we don't really hear about too often. Um, And, you know, part of my research has involved looking at the original sources um, from the Dutch archives from the 17th century. Uh, And what you find is that when Sheikh Yusuf is circulating in these um, Dutch networks of exile, um, often there are women who are writing on his behalf or in relation to him, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it be his wives or, um, you know, the wife of the Sultan of Bone in Makassar, who actually is instrumental in um, the repatriation of Sheikh Yusuf's body back to Makassar and so on. Um, You hear these women's voices, um, which I think need to be delved into a bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so for you, being a woman, what did it feel like for you to discover that there were all of these, uh, you know, female voices, whereas for the most part, we will refer to the males. Yeah, I mean, it was very empowering. Um, And of course, it kind of sparked this interest for me to think about what was the role of women in exile. So what were Sheikh Yusuf's wives doing when they were at Zandflit on the farm there with him? Um, And how did they feel when they had to be sent back after he died in Cape Town and so on? Um, And, you know, they had a voice and the the Dutch authorities were reading their letters and making decisions based on what they said. Is it? So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's very encouraging and it shows that, you know, always there there will be the participation of um, women and and especially in the emancipation of the peoples of the world, you will find that there are always the voices of women, even if it is in the background. Right. So perhaps just a little bit of uh, interesting history that you might have found around Sheikh Yusuf. Um, Okay, (laughs) there's a lot. So um, I guess I'll talk about um, the history of Sheikh Yusuf in Makassar and how people remember him. Um, and, there in and his sort you, of hometown. All right, and you. Um, I was just going to say you are now referring to Makassar in Indonesia. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. If you will hold the thought, because we need to take commercial news from our side, and if we can then have you chat a little bit around uh, the history of Sheikh Yusuf, stay with us. The voice of the cake.
traditional roots were of Indonesia. Always great to listen to that music. It transports us back to Indonesia and it's such a good feeling. It reminds us of the Antong music that we had been taught when we were in Bandung. So coming back to the conversation with Sarah Juppi, who is joining us from New York. And then, of course, here in the studio, also Fatih Bihadin, who is the CEO of Suburban Travel and Tours, who put together the Back to Your Roots tour that we had enjoyed. So, Sarah, coming back to some of the um, perhaps salient points for you that would be of interest to our people in terms of the history of Sheikh Yusuf, please. Sure. Um, so I think what's interesting, you know, in Cape Town, we often hear about the legacy of Sheikh Yusuf in South Africa in terms of being the kind of father of Islam there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sheikh Yusuf's life and I guess afterlives in the form of the stories that are told about him and so on um, is much different in Makassar and Indonesia um, and in some ways richer Um, and you find that his significance goes like way out from Goa, the kingdom where he uh, was from originally, Mm -hmm. sort of into these small villages along the coast and even the hinterlands um, where people still very much feel a strong significance um, and strong relationship to Sheikh Yusuf, whether it be, um, and you saw, you know, the day we went to the palace, which is now a museum, um, there are people who claim sort of biological descent from Sheikh Yusuf, so yes. they believe they're like the ninth or tenth generation grandchildren of his, mm-hmm. um, but also people who practice his tariqa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these people have these manuscripts that are in Arabic, but are also in Makassari's language, in Arabic script, um, that they believe are the teachings of Sheikh Yusuf. Um, and they still practice these, these um, like the tariqa and the dhikr that they believe came from Sheikh Yusuf. Yes. Um, yeah. And just personally, as someone who, uh, and I'm sure you can relate, but someone who grew up learning about Sheikh Yusuf, it was very interesting to see how different his memory is manifested there in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And so for you, how did you feel in, in, in comparison to how it, uh, you know, presented itself in Indonesia? What would be salient differences that you would have picked up? And even if it was in, in a way, differently rich by the 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 historians of cape town um well definitely there's there's more of a sort of mystical one might say even mythological understanding of sheikh yusuf's history Mm -hmm. um and i think you got a glimpse of that when um, that sort of local historian was giving us sheikh yusuf's um, biography according to him when we visited sheikh yusuf's kramat in makassar yes um, but he's very much seen as kind of like almost a mythological character, mm-hmm. certain, um, you know, miracles and, and so yes. on are attributed to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also just this idea of him being a kind of father figure to those people mm-hmm. uh, is quite different. And I must say it took a bit of adjustment on my side um, when I first moved to Makassar to yes. fully understand and grasp that experience. But it was very beneficial, I think. 
Okay. Well, I was going to come to the next question, which is you've interviewed people of Cape Town in the past for your research, mm-hmm. and then you would have interviewed the people or the his- history of, you know, that would be based in Makassar um, in terms of the Dutch as well in Indonesia. So I'd like you to give us a sense of what that experience was and then how it compares to when you then listened to people's responses um, after they had been on this tour, whether you found there was a difference um, and Mm -hmm. how that would be. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And definitely when I was doing my research, I felt like I was looking at different halves of a story. Mm -hmm. You know, so you go to Indonesia and you have sort of the the backstory and the origin story. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you come to South Africa and you kind of have like the the after story in a way. And in between you have the Dutch story, which is sort of the connection between the two places. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can't really tell the full story without going to these multiple places, which I think is what makes Sheikh Yusuf's story quite sig- significant and unusual, you know, unique. Um, but also this relates to what I saw people experiencing on the trip, which is um, not everyone, but quite a few people sort of came back with this feeling that they knew their own story a bit better Okay. because... You know, I mean, some people, I think everyone kind of heard bits of stories that maybe they had heard before that were the details were a bit different and that can be challenging at times. Um, But I think there is something to say or something to be said about, you know, going to the so-called origin and, and hearing the perspective of hearing that perspective. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, when you refer to people felt that they almost connected differently with their own story, did you mm-hmm. pick up, as I almost felt, and even if it was, you know, on in on a mystical level, that pe- people on the tour almost felt that they were now closer to Sheikh Yusuf, in a way? Yeah, definitely. Um, closer to Sheikh Yusuf, but also closer to their ancestors in a way, because often, you know, we're told that we have, you know, a great great grandmother or so on who comes from somewhere in Indonesia, mm-hmm. but you can't really place that person's story because of the years of kind of um, dislocation. But by just being in Indonesia, being close to a place where someone might have come from, I think that was almost healing for people in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that I picked that up myself. I think one of the regrets that I have, and perhaps I could ask you to facilitate that process for me, is when we attended the wedding and I found out mm-hmm. that it was people who shared my surname, um, I thought I should have uh, connected with them differently to set up perhaps, you know, um, exploring our own stories and and could have discovered that there was certainly a connection somewhere in the past in our history so that's one of the regrets that i think or i feel i should work Mm -hmm. on and i know that fatih wants to comment about that yes assalamu alaikum uh, to you shada and to to sarah in in new york and to your listeners here in cape town i need to share this with your listeners shada when we were at that wedding um, and you heard the surname your eyes just totally lit up, you know, <laughs> like real moonshine. 
<laughs> and it, it just gave me the sense of a uh, job well done, Fatih, yeah. because here was like almost recognition, you know, yeah. in um, now I need to explore and find out more about it. But not too late, Shaida, I must tell yeah. you. Yeah, no, not too uh, late. And I we think can always at the make time, a contact, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. And I think at the time we were trying to, to enjoy the wedding so much and it was True. so beautiful, you know, that, that I suppose there was a little bit less uh, focus on the history part. Um, Sarah, I wanted to ask you, so you've been in, uh, you stayed in Indonesia because of your research, and I know that you would travel to Indonesia perhaps multiple times. I'd like for you to perhaps tell us a little bit about the relationships that you would have formed in Indonesia with different families and how that felt, and also to give us a, a sense of the people of Indonesia as you have experienced them. Sure. Um, so my relationship to Indonesia goes back like almost two decades, I'm afraid to say. Um, but I first moved there 10 years ago. Um, yes. So I'd been studying Indonesian, uh, you know, from middle school. And then I moved there when I was in undergrad. Um, and I lived in Java. And because I was going to university there, I, it was quite easy for me to make lots of friends because, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're surrounded by colleagues and so on. Yeah. Um, and I loved Java. And during that time, I managed to travel a little bit around Indonesia. Um, but then, you know, nine years later, I came back for my doctoral research and I moved to Makassar. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I felt like, oh, my gosh, I actually don't know anything about Indonesia because... I got to Makassar, people's accent was different. The way people um, sort of carried themselves and behaved was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if you picked up on that. You know, in Makassar, they're often uh, a lot more colorful and, um, you know, maybe a bit louder, not necessarily in a negative way. Yeah. Um, so it felt like a relearning. Yeah. But I think that's one of the beautiful things about Indonesia. You yes. know, it's so diverse. There are so many different kinds of people and cultures and even the islands themselves in terms of climate and geography and so on. They're very yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, I must say, you know, having lived in a couple of countries, Indonesia has probably been the most pleasant experience because, um, you know, you could just meet people on the street or in a restaurant and suddenly they become your friend and they invite yeah. you home and then suddenly you have a giant family and you never feel alone there. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I definitely encourage people to go there and experience that because it's quite unique and rare. Yeah, absolutely. I think if we, you know, I've too, and and as well as Fatih, would have traveled quite a few places in the world. But certainly, by far, I think the Indonesian people and the sense of hospitality just tops it all. And really, you know, I know that Fatih wants to comment about that as well. um, Certainly, talking about hospitality. Um, on this particular tour when we were visiting the Karamat of Sheikh Yusuf and um, one of our guests on, that was on tour with us, Muhammad um, uh, Francis, was standing outside with his camera and uh, there was just a man, a local uh, guy um, standing outside and he actually invited Muhammad to come into his house and welcome him to come have something to eat in his, in his home and you know it was such a beautiful experience for Muhammad and I'd like to let your listeners also know that the people of Makassar really see us kept as the children of their warriors and they welcome us with, with open arms and with love. 
Yeah, absolutely beautiful. We need to take commercial news, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the wonderful experience on the Back to Your Roots tour and as different aspects as, you know, seen through the eyes of Sarah Jappi. So stay with us. The Voice of the Cape. Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Sarah Jappi who is in New York and I'm also speaking with Fatih Behadin who is the CEO of Suburban Travel and Tours. Sarah Jappi is busy completing her doctoral studies focusing on the relationship and the narrative of the people and the connections between the people of Indonesia and the people of Cape Town. So perhaps to continue with our discussion, what I'd like to ask uh, Sarah is you could understand the Bahasa, which is the, the language of the people of Indonesia, when we visited the different places and had, you know, a multitude of different hosts um, who had welcomed us. And they spoke in Bahasa, so at times, of course, we didn't always know exactly what they were saying or the gist of it. So what I'd like is, I'd like you to share with us Kind of the overwhelming feeling and thoughts that uh, you know that you want to share in terms of how they received us as the people of Cape Town who came mm-hmm. to kind of re-establish our connections and family ties with them. But I would like you to first speak about it in Bahasa and then you tell me what you're saying. Will you please do that? <laughs> please. Wow, you really put me on this. <laughs> no, even if it's a short piece, it doesn't have to be long. I just want Wanted, whatever your thoughts are, first tell me those thoughts in Bahasa, but it really it doesn't have to be long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> jadi, saya kira uh, orang Indonesia yang sudah kita temu, uh, temui di Indonesia sangat terkesan dengan kehadiran kita semua. Uh, dan sangat senang sekali karena bisa berhadapan dengan uh, orang uh, yang punya nenek moyang yang sama dengan mereka. Um, so basically what I said was that I think the Indonesian people that we met were very um, kind of overwhelmed and quite um, joyous mm-hmm. uh, because of the fact that they could actually, you know, people, especially people in Makassar, um, have heard of people who claim a similar descent to them, um, people who uh, descend from some of their ancestors who yes. were exiled um, to South Africa. Mm-hmm. And so for them to be able to actually come face to face with those people um, was a very big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Indonesian people in general, you know, if I want to speak in general terms, are quite humble um, and polite and um, so they weren't necessarily expressing this in a very kind of boisterous way Um, but they did seem very very happy um, and almost um, 
I don't want to say dumbstruck, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a situation we weren't with them, um, especially in Makassar, we weren't with the people for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a moment for everyone to just kind of take a step back and, and feel the the vibes with that this kind of reconnection yeah. um, was were bringing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I think one certainly connected, you know, as you went along with with the different people whom we met. And just to come in to say that the Bahasa that you just spoke um, sounded absolutely beautifully. In my opinion, I think you speak a stunning Bahasa, really. <laughs> it always, it, it sounds so beautiful. Second, second, that's right. Yeah. That's it, very kind. Thank yeah, you. It sounds so beautiful on the mouth, you know, as you, um, they were, you know, Often people have an interest in different languages. Um, I love a language that that feels good on the tongue. And Bahasa, actually, I've I've realized, feels very good on the tongue. So I think it's just a matter of connecting my tongue to my mother tongue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's actually not a very difficult language to learn if you compare it to like Arabic or French or, and you already have a basis for it, you know, as as you remarked often on the trip, yes. there are so many Malay words in the Afrikaans we speak, so, yeah. and lots of Dutch words in Indonesian, so... Yeah. Yeah, I think the connection would be quite, uh, the transition would be easy for you. Okay. Just a question about the women of Indonesia. What would you think, you know, kind of, and it it needs to be a little bit of a general um, response. What would you think is the status of women in Indonesia? Um, Do you mean in general or in comparison to other sort of, Predominantly Muslim societies, or I, th- I think in general, you know, because we've been there and we've and we've experienced some stunning women, and then you get a feel. I remember your you, you've got an Indonesian mom, and I remember, yeah. or uh, yeah, that you described in a, her in a certain way. So it gives us a sense of you know the position of that women in Indonesia even put themselves in that position. So please just share with us a little bit of that. Sure. I think in general, um, and some people might disagree with me, but I think Indonesian women are quite empowered Mm -hmm. and it's not rare to find uh, Indonesian women in positions of influence, whether it be in the government, in academia, uh, in the NGO sector. I mean, we saw for ourselves the... um, Ibu Tuti yes. from the orphanage. You yes. know, she's an amazing woman, very accomplished. Yeah. Um, my Indonesian mum, who um, I miss very much, actually. Um, so she's, for, for the listeners, she lives in Makassar. Yeah. Um, she's actually kind of a noble woman. Her father um, was the representative of one of the former smaller kingdoms in mm-hmm. Makassar. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and all of her sisters, there are five of them, they're all very educated, um, engaged in kind of the higher society of Makassar, very sort of dynamic, vibrant women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that is I think also the the sense that I got of the women um, of Indonesia and it's a good feeling to know that our ancestral heritage, you know, um, can revere women and we take the example then from there to establish that here in South Africa as well, that we must do more of that. I think most of the women on the tour came away from the tour really inspired and uh, very much affirmed in their position as women and as Muslim women. 
I right. yeah, I'd like to you know for us to perhaps share with you there'd been the reunion and there'd also been the departure celebration of the Consul General of Indonesia who was based here in Cape Town and at these functions a certificate of appreciation was extended to you and I'm not sure oh. whether you are aware of it because I actually want to read it out to you. Is that okay? That's wonderful. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so it says Certificate of Appreciation. The Consul General of the Republic of Indonesia in Cape Town hereby expresses his utmost gratitude and appreciation to Sarah Juppi for her participation in the Heritage Tour to Indonesia from the 17th to the 31st of December 2015, which was institutionalized as a historical visit by South African Indonesian diaspora to go back to their roots and pay homage to the ancestral land of the islands of Nusantara and the recognition of her support in strengthening the friendship and brotherhood between Indonesia and South Africa. That's beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. That's lovely. That's very, very nice. It's very beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you'll have to send me a picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, of course, I can do that. And then, of course, we need to get the certificate to you. And that brings me to another question of when is the next visit to Cape Town? That's a very good question. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've been writing up my dissertation now and I found that I do actually need to come back and answer a few questions um, mm-hmm. that remain open. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully sometime this year, I can't say when exactly, but inshallah towards the second half of the year. Okay, because my next question was going to be um, about the research and what does the way forward look like in terms of the research and also how where are you at in terms of the process of uh, working towards the completion of the dissertation? Um, so, yeah, that's a, a question my advisor has been asking me quite often. <laughs> um, so I'm in the writing process. I've just finished my first chapter and I've got about four more to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's quite a beneficial process because you learn when you're in the archives and in the field, but then you kind of further deepen that learning process when you're writing because yeah. um, it's like consuming something, like digesting something and then having to somehow... Um, you know, recreate it and rearticulate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and put the pieces together, which only you can mm-hmm. do. You know, no one can can do it for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, inshallah, in the next two years to be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, I am enjoying the writing. It's just, sometimes it's a bit painful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. And sometimes one has to put it down in order for the quality to be even better. I know that. I know that. But I think we're looking forward to your visit because, you know, all of the the people who were on the tour will probably want to gobble you up when you come to Cape Town and make you their own. And so I think there'll be a great fight. But I also think that that's probably going to be um, a good reason to have another reunion of everyone. Right. Um, And I must say thank you, you know, to Uncle Fatih for inviting me. to be on the trip because it was actually a really wonderful experience for me as someone you know who's of the South African diaspora in Australia um you know to have all these new aunties and uncles and cousins and to experience Indonesia like with South Africans which I've never done before Mm -hmm. besides my parents did it feel different 
Um, it definitely felt different, you know, uh, to be walking in Jakarta, you know, in the, in the market and have to be surrounded by Afrikaans. And yes. it was a very kind of otherworldly experience in yeah. lots of ways. Yeah. No, I but bet, I loved it. I bet that was. Well, it was also stunning for us to have you with, you know, who spoke this beautiful English, um, you know, with the New York accent, etc., which we, which we enjoyed so much. And then, of course, when you spoke Bahasa and everyone's mouth was just just hanging open because it was it was so unexpected but <laughs> yeah i i have to take commercial news when we come back i'd like to speak a little bit more about the highlights for you on the trip so stay with us the voice of the cake Beautiful music from beautiful Indonesia. And so we continue with our discussion. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Madame Sara Japi. She is she is doing her doctoral studies at Princeton University in New York. And today she speaks with us as well as Fatih Behadin, who is the CEO of Suburban Travel and Tours. So this was such a wonderful experience for many of us. Perhaps just to mention um, a highlight or two that you experienced on the trip, please, Sarah. Sure. Um, so a non-work-related highlight, I mm -hmm. think, uh, was Chirabon, and in particular the Molad celebrations that we witnessed. Yeah. Um, because you know it was we were very very fortunate um, to be so close, firstly to uh, the procession and also to the Sultan. Yeah. Um, you know it's very rare that people are given such direct access to these things, mm -hmm. and you know it was a very sort of auspicious occasion and. Yeah. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and with all the beauty queens and whoever else. Absolutely, was there. hey, it was really <laughs> yeah. colourful. Um, and I think, kind of work-related, but also personally, um, going with the group to Makassar was definitely a highlight, um, and seeing the my kind of South African family meeting my Makassar family yes. um, was very very special yeah I would imagine so and like you say it's interesting that you mention it and describe it in that way because I don't think people really realize that it was for you like the coming together of the two families in a very very profound way so right. yeah, so Sarah, just to you know, ask. I I know with the excitement, but before we go any further with our discussion, I just want to bring Fatih into the discussion. We we are very excited and describing the tours and uh, that we were on in this bigger tour. What are your thoughts in terms of a next tour? Yes, thank you, Shaida. Um, it's like uh, Sarah says from New York, it was, it's more like a reunion yeah. of communities coming together after so many years of being separated. Mm -hmm. And to us, uh, Sarah, you were like a total, the, the ESO family also. The ESOs were like uh, like the cherry on top of the cake. Mm. You were the, the, the sparkle on the cake. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so uh, thank you and a big Makassi for, for joining us. Um, just uh, sorry that we had to separate, uh, go our separate ways 
things, but inshallah, that makes it even more exciting for us when we reunite again, inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. inshallah. Yes, but to answer Shahida's question, um, because of the success of this last tour, Shahida, I'm planning our next tour, um, going back to our roots um, for the Easter holidays. That inshallah. Is, yeah, that is to, to leave on the 18th of March mm-hmm. and to come back on the 2nd of April. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'd like to encourage, who I'd rather like to encourage, is for young people to join us on this particular tour. Yeah. So for, for them to have a sense of belonging also, yes. and to be able to experience the, 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 this, uh, this particular tour that we've just experienced, mm-hmm. inshallah. But also, if I may, Shahida, do yes. I have a few more minutes? Yes, you have okay, this, uh, a minute or two. Uh, yes, this particular tour, I'm not, I'm not sure if there's many uh, uh, tours that can offer you a certificate of appreciation, Shayda, yeah. but uh, here's uh, also a certificate of appreciation from the Consul General of the Republic of Indonesia in Cape Town, hereby conveys an appreciation to Shayda Abrams, presenter mm-hmm. of Voice of the Cape, for her participation in the Heritage Tour to Indonesia on the 17th to the 31st of December 2015, of which she made use of to portray the facets of daily life and religious practices in the Indonesian society, hence contributing to a better understanding of Indonesia for the South African people. Signed by His Excellency Abdul Rahman Dudum. So on behalf of the consulate, we'd like to present you to with this people's uh, <laughs> oh, certificate. Thank you. <laughs> Shukran Tramakasi, I really appreciate it. <laughs> and also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to your listeners, I also like to make a special announcement that um, we would like to wish uh, Shaida um, um, a Umrah Mubarak, inshallah. Um, she want for, she will be leaving on the. 29th of December, uh, sorry, 29th of January, yes. which is uh, like uh, around the corner. Day after tomorrow. Uh, yes, that's right. So wow. it's quite, quite yeah. touching. And uh, from all your family of the Roots group, we would like to wish you all the best, inshallah, and may all your du'as made for you and by you be accepted, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. That is so sweet. I'm totally humbled. <laughs> really, shukran so much. Now, you know, before we, it's almost time for us to conclude this program. So, Sarah, I know that you have very special people, loved ones who are here in Cape Town and across the world who could be listening at this moment. Would you like to send them a shout out? Sure, definitely. Um, so, first of all, shout out to everyone who was on the trip who may be listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I miss you all. And it was actually quite difficult to leave because um, it was nice to be surrounded by like 40 like members of my family and then uh to be alone again Uh, but it was lovely thank you shout out to them um a shout out to my parents sadia and alvi Jappi in sydney who may be awake and listening um and to my sisters rifka and zayan um and to justin davy who's in cape town and also to all my aunties and uncles who i'm sure are listening um but i won't name them all because as you know cape town families are huge so Yeah, and I'm so glad that you could, you know, greet your loved ones and take that opportunity. I know that there are messages coming through on our on the group, and I'm just going to see if I can. um, If I make a quick yes, yeah, please. This, this is from Surah Issa that we interviewed last week from uh, New Zealand, Auckland. Yes. Salam, Sarah. Great job. We're very proud of you and pray you finish your studies soon, inshallah. May Allah continue to guide you. We all have a challenge ahead of us to speak the language of our ancestors fluently. I'm off to work now. Lots of love to everyone from Suraya uh, in Auckland. Mm-hmm. And then from, oh, that's lovely. And then from Miriam, salam all. Well done, Sarah. An excellent talking deed. All the best with your studies ahead. Enjoy your day um, at work. 
Okay, and that was from Mariam uh, Hassant, Ari Hassant. And then there's one coming from Berenice that says, Oh, it's so nice to hear your voice, Sarah. We miss you. <laughs> and I just want to say, you know what? Before I went on the tour, I must tell our listeners, I objected fiercely. I do not want to share a room. I do not want to share a room. <laughs> and then when I met Sarah for the first time and we shared a room, and my goodness, I discovered, and now I have a new daughter. And, and was I right in saying that she was the perfect person? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. So shukran so much, Sarah. It was absolutely wonderful to share, you know, the room and the time and so many beautiful memories with you. I appreciate it so much. And it was great to have you, you know, in my room and so close to me. It was really, really great. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. I think Uncle Fatih did uh, brilliant matchmaking there. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> feel like I have a new Cape Town mom. So. Thank you. And we're looking forward to seeing you really. So we're hoping that it's going to be very, very soon. And then also from all the people of Cape Town to say Tramakasi for the fact that you decided to focus on the, reach, uh, the research that you're doing. We really appreciate it and especially your caliber of person, your integrity that is, you know, being attached to this research that we admit you and we can speak about it and to wish you well, inshallah, and to wish you the best in your private life and to wish your parents and your family the best from all of us here in Cape Town and and all the best. Keep warm. Thank you so much. That, those are wonderful, wonderful wishes. Um, yes, and I will keep warm. Enjoy the summer for me. And inshallah, we'll speak soon. Okay, inshallah. inshallah. Assalamu alaikum and take care. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.